listeners. My name is Dallas Rattel. I am the multimedia editor, and I am here with... My name is Andy Ballinger. I'm the opinion editor here at the North Wind and moderator of our podcast, where today we will be discussing how Netflix is soon to ban password sharing. But before we get into it, let's meet the staff. Hi, I'm Madeline Plattenberg, the features editor. I'm Hannah Jenkins, copy editor. I'm Riley Wilcox. I'm the news editor. And I'm Jackie Phillips, assistant news editor. All right. So Netflix is soon to ban password sharing, meaning, like, I believe it's limiting to, like, a certain amount of screens, and they have to be locked in on that device only. How do we feel about this and how it's going to impact NMU students? So. Okay. So if we all kind of look at ourselves and then look at our wallets and understand that we do not have any money, we will start understanding the natural laws of being a college student. Ramen noodles are an acceptable meal sometimes. Uh... You will not have gas money, so you will have to walk to class sometimes. And you should ask your people for their passwords for their streaming devices, because who has $10 a month? Who has $15 a month? So they keep upping the price, too, and they keep lowering the quality. And now they're going, you can't even share this with your like roommate when they're gone. Or with, like in their back home, and like, oh, I can't. I don't have anything to do. Can I borrow your Netflix? Now you can't do that. This is a lifeblood of the American college dream of paying too much money to learn, you know, from a 60-year-old guy and get homework assignments that have nothing to do with the class, and now you're taking it away from us. Like, I I need to watch crappy shows. I mean, I wouldn't use Netflix for that because Netflix sucks comparatively. But still, what has happened here is it's paving a way for other streaming services to stoop down to its level. So if any of you guys have ever played on uh, like a video game station, right? If you go on a computer and play online, it's free. It's the internet. But if you go on an Xbox, you had to pay. This is during the Xbox 360. You have to pay $60 just to play online with your friends. PlayStation did not have that. Nintendo did not have that. You could just play. Then the new series generation came out and all of a sudden you had to pay on every single device except still PC just to play. It's like it doesn't... They're, you're not paying, they're not paying any more money to run these servers, just like how Netflix isn't paying any more money to like keep you locked in. They're just doing it so more people will pay. So now what Netflix has done is they've said, I'm going to start making you guys locked in and you're going to have, if you want to share, you'll have to buy more like accounts or whatever, whatever subscription plan this is going to look like. And now Hulu is going to come out with an update saying, this is what we're doing and it's going to be better for our community. HBO. Paramount, uh, Amazon Video, whatever you use to watch videos, they're going to be like, okay, so here's the new deal. You've never seen this before. It's brand new and it's a security feature and it means that we're going to look at your MAC address so that way no one can see your account. But really what it means is your friend from downstate that you haven't talked to but used to smoke with, he can't watch South Park on your HBO account anymore (laughs) unless if he buys it. Congratulations, welcome to our new Netflix policy. And then they all smile. And now as a college student, this is our time. Like I go into like a revolutionary rant. But I I just think that it's like, it makes sense though. Like it makes sense that you can't password share anymore because like- (laughs) What a weird 180. (laughs) Right, no, but like I'm saying, like it makes sense like for them to do it. But it sucks that they're like, why can't they just let us have it? They're still making millions of dollars. But- 
like, yes, if they want to make more money, they could do this, but why? I guess for me personally, I disagree that other services will do it because I think they're just growing. Like, I think Netflix is consistently, like, hiking their prices and consistently losing their audience. Like, they were the first one of their kind to do this. They're, like, the first streaming service. They actually started out as, like, the CDs that you would get, or not CDs, DVDs that you would get in, like, the mail. Um, and then they did, like, the streaming service. But I think, like, I don't know, they've just consistently raised their prices, consistently lost all of their good shows. Or their shows are eight episodes a season, and then you have to wait three years for the next one. And then you have to wait another three years for the one after that. And I just think, like, Netflix is just digging, like, a huge hole for itself. And they're, like, trying to find the problem, and the problem is not people sharing accounts. It's them just not sticking to what they are good at and trying to find, like, these other avenues that are not working for them. I definitely agree. I, I think other platforms like HBO and like Hulu aren't going to follow what Netflix is doing. I think Netflix is going to maybe try this out, but they're going to soon realize that it's not going to work in the long term, like for keeping their audience and all of that. And I, I just really think like it's just not going to work. And for, like, the typical college student, like, I mean, a lot of us use our parents' Netflix accounts. And how is that fair for us to be, like, what if we're out of state? Like, we're not able to, like, use Netflix just because we can't be home every 30 days to, like, reactivate it. It's, like, how is that fair, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's four pro- there's four profiles on the Netflix um, account for a reason, why do we have all those profiles then? Right. And I think, like, for me personally, I looked at it through, like, a lens of being a college student who lives in the dorms, and, like, a lot of us use our parents' accounts. But I know on, like, my dad's account, our family uses it, but then my grandparents use it also, and then my stepmom's mom uses it as well. So it's, like, a huge group of us that use this one account. So, like, I don't know, it takes away from the elderly also who, like, don't have the means Mm -hmm. to, like, set up an account by themselves and, like, pay for it, and they're children are like paying for it for them you know so like it affects a lot of people but and i don't think this has been mentioned yet but like netflix itself is taking away from uh the movie theater industry by like premiering movies on their platform instead of a theatrical release like the glass onion the nice out story that was premiered entirely on netflix and i don't think it did as well as it would have done if it had a theatrical release so and Netflix is, like, really the only streaming platform to do that. I know, like, Disney Plus will, like, release, like, Marvel movies earlier than, like, other platforms. But just it's so weird to, like, have a movie that was really good. Like, Glass Onion was good. And having a debut on Netflix, it, like, takes away from the whole experience. So Yeah, I think that made sense, like, during the pandemic. But now sure. that we're, like, at the edge of the pandemic, or at least out of the peak of the pandemic, where movie theaters are a majority of them are open like it's just mm-hmm. taking away from that mm-hmm. like you said yeah i think we need to move back to like making movies like debut like in the theater just because i recently saw like the new avatar movie and it was an amazing experience in 3D and i think people are missing out on those experiences just because like they want to stay at home but also because they're not even getting the option to watch these movies in the theaters anyways yeah, so not only are these movies not going to premiere in the theater, but now you're also limiting the amount of people that are probably going to watch it because you're limiting the amount of accounts for sharing that can happen. 
Yeah, it, it kind of seems like they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot. Like, they might not realize it now, but eventually they're going to realize, like, once people start getting mad about this and they stop, like, watching their shows as often and they just kind of, like, drop out lower and lower, hopefully they'll just realize it's not going to work. Well, what's going to happen is people are going to realize, you know, we, we can watch these shows and... Like, maybe not Netflix originals, but, like, we can get the same, like, content on different platforms. Mm-hmm. Because I know HBO Max, they'll show, like, like those stream, those movies um, on their platform, and they'll also be on Netflix at the same time. So it's, like, kind of, am I willing to pay this much money for Netflix when I'm not having that convenience? Because a lot of people want that convenience, and if they're not getting it, they can get it somewhere else. Yeah, why would you go with the crappiest option? especially if you factor in like the fact that certain platforms like hulu does a bundle with like disney plus and like spotify like for students you can get hulu and spot uh, and spotify premium together for like 4.99 a month so i think netflix is just going to realize that with this i don't think it's going to work and i think they're going to lose a lot of money from people canceling their accounts because like i know my mom when she heard about it said I'm not paying for a platform when the one person who, like, mostly uses it is all the way, like, eight hours away and can't even use it because she can't get home to connect it every 30 days. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of their money is going to just go out the window. And also, like, these big blockbuster filmmakers are not going to want to sell the rights to their movies if they know, like, a limited amount of people are going to see it. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of, they are really shooting themselves in the foot. Hmm. Just because they want to make more money. Yeah. And they've lost a lot of their good shows recently. I was just looking up before we started the podcast. Like, they've lost Parks and Rec, which used to be on Netflix. I think they said that's on Paramount or Peacock. I'm not sure which one. Probably um, Peacock. I think it's Peacock, yeah. And then they've lost, because I used to watch on Netflix American Horror Story and there's another show that I can't think of right now. But they both went to Hulu also. So it's like... Yeah, and The Vampire Diaries went, went to, like, HBO. Yeah, so. pretty, pretty much, like, things that they, like, pioneered in this industry, like, they are losing. And then they're, like, turning out these, like, like I said earlier, these eight-episode shows that aren't very good in the mm-hmm. first place. And it's just, like, creating the cycle. And I don't think it's going to work for them, like yeah. everyone else has mentioned yeah. so far. They're acting like they have a captive audience. Like, people don't have the freedom to, like, go to, like, any of these other... And streaming I, services, yeah. but they will. And I yeah. think it's because they, like, were the first to do it, so they think, like, they're, like, this macho big guy. Yeah. Like, oh, no one's going to leave Netflix behind. But now, no, like, other streaming platforms are doing it better than them. Yeah. They, they're just refusing to evolve in the right direction. Yeah. I think, like, Netflix is going to do what it did to Blockbuster and cable TV. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just going to, like, kill them off. And, like, the same thing's just going to happen to Netflix. Because, like you said, like, Hulu and prime are doing it better mm-hmm. i mean yeah my my parents they like they've been considering just not having cable at all anymore just because um they like my mom like she used to watch like you know um the soap opera days of our lives like all the time <laughs> during like like lunch breaks and stuff and so she it got moved to peacock so now she can't even watch it on like regular tv so it's like why do i have like cable so it's, like, kind of similar to, like, how, like, Netflix is using this. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever tried to find a movie and then you have to, like, look up where to watch 
Like, yes. you can't yeah. find it. And it's like, you just see, like, the trailer for it or something. Like, okay, where to watch. And then it shows you, like, eight options. And you're like, so you download one. And it's not, like, it says, uh, I want to watch Inglorious Bastards. It's that Quentin Tarantino film. Beautiful. I love that movie. And I was like, I really just want to watch it again. And it says it's on Hulu. I have a Hulu account. I go on Hulu. I need to purchase live direct TV on Hulu to watch this movie. So I go to purchase it. I cannot purchase it with my plan because I have a plan through Verizon. So they they say the only way that I can do that is if I cancel my plan with Verizon, my Hulu plan with Verizon, and then buy it again and then buy live TV on top of that. So then I go to the next option and it's almost the same thing. And then finally it's like you could just get it HD on YouTube for $3. But I'm like that is a one like that's a one time purchase, but I get to only watch it once, mm-hmm. and then it's so like I don't know what's going on, but they need to simplify this down because there is way too many options. And like um, I wanted to watch uh, Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Also, love Ted Lasso. That's one of the greatest <laughs> shows I've ever watched. Um, I just feel like I'm Ted Lasso. Um, he has a line where he's like, uh, "My w- my wife divorced me for my overwhelming positivity," and I'm just like, "This is." Me, but it's also really sad. He oh. talks about his wife. So, um, greatest, it's just a good show. But I wanted to watch it, and I had to go through, like, three different services just to find it. And uh, you can't even, like, preview some of it without having an account. Like, you can't go into the website without signing in, and you can't sign in unless you have an account. You can't have an account unless you pay for it. So sometimes they'll have the trials, and you can do that. So, like, how? but how many trials have I expended just to watch one show? Can't you use different emails? I could, and I have. Like, I, I have, I have <laughs> okay, so I have my personal email, my school email, my email for, like, spam, like, things that I know that I'm just going to get spam from, so, like, DoorDash services, stuff like that. And then I have an email for anything that I need to sort out for, like, video game stuff, uh, and then I have a secondary backup email for specifically getting new trials. That's all it's there for. <laughs> nice. Um, and like, it's it's fun. Like, knowing like you you go in and like we're so glad you joined the family, and then you're like, oh my gosh, I just had to cancel my free trial because I turned out I don't want it. It's only been three minutes since I signed up, but <laughs> I just don't want it anymore. And you're still on it for the entire seven days. Someone's got to be like looking at your account and be like, God damn it, like yeah. this guy. Um, but I hate, I just want, I, I hope that Netflix screws themselves over that way. Netflix merges with something else and then that thing gets so big that it merges with something else. Monopolies are bad. I was going to say, (laughs) (laughs) monopolies are terrible, but can we like get it back down to when it was like just Netflix or Hulu and then they were on all of them? I don't, I mean, I see where you're going with this. I, I know that there's a bad, there's a bad, there's an evil in what I am saying, but I am tired of looking through like a thousand options to find one thing. We could just have Netflix drop off the face of the earth. Yeah. That's fine. That'd like cool, I don't yeah. watch anything on Netflix anyway. Yeah. I just want like limited options. So I want limited options with everything on it. That way I don't have to have like 10 subscriptions to watch three different shows. Right, right. So I'm saying what's what even is direct live TV? Why can't I just have it with Hulu? Hulu make a Take a stand, Hulu. Pick a side. Yeah, I think the one, my one complaint for Hulu is that it has too many, like, bundles. But That's I think, great. like, I was a business major for a semester and a half. And, like, as from, like, a business standpoint, like, it makes sense that they have all the different, like, 
the staggered plans. Like it from their end, it makes sense. Like as a consumer, it's very frustrating okay. to have all of that. Can I interject? Yes. As a guest on this podcast, <laughs> yes. It's pure capitalism. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. it's this whole like bundle idea. This whole idea that you need to keep lowering how many accounts can be on this certain thing. Like someone was saying, I think it was you, Sal, that they are not losing any money. They're simply gaining money through this, or that's the idea. Mm-hmm. It's, they're not doing, they're like, oh, it's for you, the viewer. We're making this experience better for you. We're protecting your information, sure. It's all capitalism. Yeah. It's all, because this idea of capitalism, right, is this continual profit. If you're not increasing your profit, you're actually, like, you're stagnant, and that's apparently bad. If you are making mm-hmm. just a million dollars consistently, they're like, no, that's actually bad. You need to be making at least a million plus every year and keep increasing that amount. And at a certain point, I feel like you should just stop and you should just be happy with what you got because you're already rich. You already That's have... Oh, it's exactly. No. Exactly. But this whole, this idea of bundling because you need to have a bunch of different options. Yeah. And I also think they're doing this because a lot of the shows that they probably invested a lot of money into are flopping. So mm-hmm. like they are losing money and that. I know they're like still making a plus. But like all these like investments that they're like, oh, this show's gonna be really great, and then it flops. They're like, oh crap! Now what we lost two thousand dollars from our eight billion dollar profit. No, I know. Like, but that's like how their minds work. Some cuts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. to counter it, what you said earlier, my ES, uh, ESPN account, I get that for free, which means I can watch sports live for free. But you could go on Hulu and watch Sports Life, but I have to pay for that. So I could pay for a service that I already own that's bundled with Hulu. Why? Why? Like, what, is that just there to like? So you buy it and they just go, "Gotcha!" Like, that's the message that comes up. Like, you idiot, you just paid an extra seven dollars <laughs> for something you already had. Like, well, is it ESPN yeah. Plus? No, it's like the, it's the direct live TV thing. Interesting. I don't know what it is. I hate direct whatever direct live TV, whatever it's called. I don't even know Salad if that's the right name. It's it's wrong. It's it's a bad thing. Give give me it for free so I can watch my Quentin Tarantino movie for free. And then I won't like that's the other thing. I was gonna buy it once because I already have an account, so there's no free trial. So I was gonna buy it once, cancel it, watch one movie for like seven ninety nine when I could just buy the movie for like to rent for three ninety nine on YouTube. I don't get the pricing. The, the, I think that's what I'm most upset about. And now going back to Netflix, the pricing. Netflix is like one of the most expensive. Mm-hmm. And it sucks comparatively. Again, comparatively. And now they're adding more stipulations on it. And I think this is like their version of direct live TV. Like everything has their stipulation, their weird thing about it that makes you have to pay more money. And now they're like, if you want your own Hulu account, like, you can't use someone else's. Now you have to, if you are away and you are just borrowing a friend, now you have to, it's time to buy. And then you look at it and go, I don't even want to, I go on there when I'm bored or I'm tired and I have nothing else to watch and I just want to watch TV. That's what I feel like Netflix has boiled down to now. Because, like, what's the net, like, the last movie that they, like, they directed and put out? I don't think, like, anybody watched it. Like, you couldn't tell me what it was. I don't know if Glass Onion was produced. No, That's not produced not, by, I no. So. I say they're, one of their like biggest productions is probably like Bird Box. <laughs> not that That was forever ago, though. And that, that was, was in high ago. school. Yeah. That's like, like the biggest one that That's that probably what started, because Bird, Bird Box was good. Yeah. No, man. Okay, it wasn't it was great. Like, <laughs> I didn't say great. Potential. I said, I yeah, said it was, like, there was a reason why it was everywhere. It was good. The good meaning not great. Like, I don't say things that I like, I can still say are good. 
like uh, even if I don't love them. Mm-hmm. I just like, yeah, it was fine. I watched it and I was like, cool. I don't like horror movies, so this isn't for me. And then I never w- thought about it again until you just said. <laughs> just like, like the biggest like Netflix production that I can think of that like actually did really well. Well, Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger mm-hmm. Things. But even I that's like a, flopping now. Yeah, guys. yeah. Well, it, it got really bad, and then season four was kind of like I actually I was like, oh, season four is pretty okay, and yeah. then it was like, now what? And then they're like, oh, but we have more. And I'm like, okay, it's gonna be one of these things. Yeah. Last Onion was a Netflix original. Really? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know the the first Knives Out. It wasn't. Out, and yeah. that's yeah. I think the creators took a large hit for doing that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Knives Out was so good. Yeah, oh, so good. Well, and Glass Onion's good too. But I think it's on a different streaming platform too. Knives Out. Yeah, it is. It's I like think it's on Hulu or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think another complaint. Pick a side. <laughs> now that you mentioned Stranger Things, another complaint because I watched the first two or three seasons, I Me think, too. but I didn't watch the fourth, mm-hmm. the most recent one, because I think like. They just have made TV shows instead of, like like I said, they make those eight episodes long. But they don't have, like, the 22-minute episodes, like Friends or, like, Parks and Rec mm-hmm. or The Office or any of those that are just short increments of time. Now they have these, like, two-hour episodes for a TV show, which is, like, a movie at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, just create a movie instead of a TV show. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think, like, I don't know, they're just kind of losing the effect that TV shows had. Yeah, I think one of the coolest things is the fact that you could usually fit, like, when when I hear people talk about, like, it's this night, like, it's this TV show night, mm-hmm. like, insert name here, it's Watch an event, yeah. and yes, they have to block out time for it. Yeah. When it comes to, like, a TV show, you might just be, like, on a break in between something, and you could throw it on and finish an entire episode and then be done. So, like, I think that might be the difference between, like, your bingeable and now, like, whatever that, like, these big like full-time productions and they're riddled with like uh they get a lot of money from the music licenses that they rent mm-hmm. out yeah. and even that's so overdone and it makes me so mad like euphoria too i don't know that that's hbo but still like the amount of music they use in that show is like nauseating it's like song after song after song I'm like we don't need it At that point, it's like <laughs> that's what season four of uh stranger things yeah. was they had yeah. so much music Literally. and I, I always think of it as like being uh like tiktokable you learn about the reason why they're on is because now younger people are watching it and then they use the sounds on TikTok. That's what mm-hmm. happened to the like separate ways, the Journey song edit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that was all over because, and then Running Up That Hill. Yes, the mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh my God. those two songs yeah. were all over just because of Stranger yeah. Things. So like that has to be making some people like a lot of money just for the recognition. And you know what? Kate Bush deserves it. Yes. Honestly, yeah. So like, okay. Yeah. Whatever it Separate takes. Ways <laughs> and Running Up That Hill are amazing songs. Yeah. I love them both. But, like, I, I already knew about them, and then now Stranger Things is, like, making me only want to listen to them. So yeah, someone's getting yeah. some money. And I'm not mad that, like, the songs are getting recognition, but I just think, like, the creators of the show and using songs like that, they're kind of, like, forcing us to, like, they're like, hey, if you don't remember, this show takes place in the 80s. And these Ooh. are all these 80s songs. <laughs> Please that, remember. Yeah, they're like, actually, just in case you forgot, this is what era we're Guys, in. remember the, like, if, if, hey, in case you weren't born in the 80s, remember the 80s, and if you weren't, this is what the 80s was. Yeah. So everybody, Which is like, everybody was like this exactly, this is how the 80s <laughs> yes. went down. Which is interesting, because a majority of their viewers of Stranger Things are in their 20s, yeah. or like, yeah. mm-hmm. late high school, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So they weren't alive in the 80s. Ask your parents about the so ginormous like, flesh monster, you know, it was there. It was, it was the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>